0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of angiodysplasia found under the gastrointestinal section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 62 year old man is brought to the emergency room for blood in his stool this afternoon. He denies any prior episodes, straining, trauma, colon cancer, or alcohol abuse. His medical history is significant for stage 3 chronic renal failure. A physical exam yields hemocult positive stool. Let's continue with an introduction to angiodysplasia. Clinically, it is used to describe small vascular malformations frequently found in the gastrointestinal tract. It is the most common vascular anomaly within the GI tract and is a common cause of unexplained GI bleeding and anemia. The lesions are composed of ectatic, dilated, thin-walled vessels lined by endothelium alone or endothelium with small amounts of smooth muscle. And remember that small arteriovenous communications may be present. It is often multiple lesions that frequently involve the cecum or ascending colon. Conditions that are associated include end stage renal disease, von Willebrand disease, and aortic stenosis. In terms of the epidemiology, remember that this is most often seen in patients older than 60 years of age. With regards to the pathogenesis, this is not well understood, though its development is probably related to age and strain on the bowel wall. There are degenerative lesions that are probably a result of the venous obstruction secondary to the chronic and intermittent contraction of the colon. And obstruction of the submucosal veins at the level of the muscularis propria leads to dilation and tortuosity of the draining areas. There are also precapillary sphincters that become incompetent, which allows for the formation of arteriovenous malformations. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include hematochesia, melena, fatigue, hematemesis if lesions are present in the upper GI tract shortness of breath, weakness, and dizziness. And on exam, one may note pallor, hemocult positive stool, and tachycardia. In terms of imaging, endoscopy is the preferred method, and options include upper endoscopy, colonoscopy, wireless video capsule endoscopy, and deep small bowel enteroscopy, and a combination of these methods may be necessary. The characteristic appearance is of small, which are 5 to 10 millimeters, flat, cherry red lesions with a fern-like pattern. Another option is computed tomography angiography. This may be especially useful in detecting angiodysplasias with an active hemorrhage. Another imaging modality is angiography. This is indicated in patients with negative endoscopic and CT angiography results and high clinical suspicion, and it also allows for treatment. In terms of further diagnostic testing, remember that the diagnosis is primarily based on endoscopy done for the evaluation of gastrointestinal bleeding. Other studies may include laboratory studies, Such as CBC and iron studies for the evaluation of possible anemia. Another option is intraoperative enteroscopy. This is indicated in patients with significant bleeding but negative evaluation. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about diverticulosis, with a differentiating factor being that this will be visible on endoscopic studies of the colon. Also, think about colon and rectal cancer, with differentiating factors being that patients may complain of symptoms such as stool changes and it will be present on colonoscopy. In terms of treatment, remember that treatment is dependent on the level of bleeding. If the lesion is not actively bleeding or is discovered incidentally on screening colonoscopy, then no treatment is needed. In terms of the first-line options, this includes endoscopic treatment with cautery or argon plasma coagulation. Another option is supportive care, such as with IV fluids and blood transfusion if there is severe anemia. Second-line options include angiography and embolization with particles. Antifibrinolytics such as trinexamic acid or aminocaproic acid, which are indicated in patients with bleeding from multiple or inaccessible sites, and estrogen, which is used in patients with end-stage renal disease and von Willebrand disease. Other drugs such as thalidomide or octreotide are also second-line options. Third-line options include surgery. This is indicated in patients not responsive to either endoscopic or medical treatment. Remember that surgery will include resection of the affected part of the bowel. And lastly. Complications related to angiodysplasia include anemia, bleeding or hemorrhage, and exsanguination. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to angiodysplasia, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario A 71 year old man presents to the emergency department because of blood in his stool. The patient states that he is not experiencing any pain during defecation and is without pain currently. The patient recently returned from a camping trip where he consumed meats cooked over a fire pit and drank water from the local streams. The patient has a past medical history of obesity, diabetes, constipation, irritable bowel syndrome, ulcerative colitis that is in remission, and a 70-pack-year smoking history. The patient has a family history of breast cancer in his mother and prostate cancer in his father. His temperature is 98.9 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.2 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 160 over 87, pulse is 80 beats per minute, respirations are 14 breaths per minute, and oxygen saturation is 98% on room air. Physical exam is notable for an obese man in no current distress. Abdominal exam reveals a non-tender and non-distended abdomen with normal bowel sounds. An abdominal radiograph and barium swallow are within normal limits. Which of the following is an appropriate treatment for this patient's condition? And the answer choices are... Choice one, cautery of an arteriovenous malformation. Choice two, ciprofloxacin. Choice three, misalamine enema. Choice four, surgical removal of malignant tissue. Or choice five, surgical resection of a portion of the colon. The best answer to this question is choice one, cautery of an arteriovenous malformation this patient is presenting with painless, bright red blood per rectum without signs of diverticulosis or diverticulitis, suggesting a diagnosis of angiodysplasia. The best treatment for angiodysplasia is cautery of the bleeding arterial-venous malformation. Angiodysplasia presents with painless bright red blood per rectum. It occurs due to bleeding of an AVM. Most cases will resolve on their own, and thus supportive therapy is all that is indicated. However, Refractory cases that persistently or recurrently bleed require cautery of the AVM. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. Ciprofloxacin is the antibiotic of choice for infectious diarrhea that is persistent and does not self-resolve. Infectious diarrhea would typically present with bloody diarrhea. Most cases of infectious diarrhea resolve on their own. Choice 3. Mesalamine enema is the best initial therapy in case of ulcerative colitis or Crohn disease. Inflammatory bowel disease flares would present with systemic symptoms, abdominal pain, and bloody stools. Choice 4. Surgical removal of malignant tissue describes colon cancer. Despite this patient's smoking history and family history of malignancy, his normal barium swallow suggests a diagnosis other than malignancy since no masses were observed. Malignancy certainly cannot be ruled out with this workup. However, an AVM is more likely in this patient. Choice 5. Surgical resection of a portion of the colon is the treatment of choice for diverticulitis that is recurrent. Flares of diverticulitis are typically treated with ciprofloxacin and metronidazole acutely. They present with left lower quadrant abdominal pain, fever, and bloody stools. Finally, a bullet summary. The treatment of choice for angiodysplasia is supportive therapy for most cases and cautery of arteriovenous malformations in refractory cases. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 65 year old man with a past medical history of aortic stenosis presents to your office complaining of decreased energy and weakness for the past three years. Exam is notable for conjunctival and nail bed pallor, as well as a 3 out of 5 crescendo decrescendo murmur over the upper right sternal border. Laboratory workup reveals a hemoglobin of 9.1. A colonoscopy is performed and reveals a small, flat, cherry red lesion with a fern like pattern what is the most likely source of this patient's anemia? And the answer choices are, choice one, vascular malformation, choice two, cancerous growth, choice three, ischemia of the bowel wall, choice four, outpocketing of the mucosa, or choice five, inflammation of the mucosa. The best answer to this question is, choice one, vascular malformation. This patient presents with symptomatic anemia due to occult gastrointestinal bleeding caused by angiodysplasia, a vascular malformation of the GI tract. Angiodysplasia is a common condition due to vascular degeneration, and in those over the age of 60 years, it is the second leading cause of lower gastrointestinal bleeding. They are most often located in either the cecum or ascending colon, but jejunal and ileal lesions are also seen. Angiodysplasia typically presents with hematochezia and melanoma. With a frequency of 60% and 26%, respectively. Aortic stenosis is often seen in conjunction with angiodysplasias, and this association is referred to as Haiti syndrome. The publication by Manning Demitt et al. reviews the gastrointestinal bleeding in the adult population. They state that for patients who are hemodynamically stable with a lower GI bleed, colonoscopy should be performed first. If no source can be found, specifically, colonoscopy permits visualization of the whole colon. Most importantly, colonoscopy not only allows for evaluation, but also for biopsy and therapeutic interventions. The publication by Sami et al. reviews the diagnosis and treatment of angiodysplasias. They state that endoscopy should be utilized for both diagnostic and therapeutic purposes. Argon plasma coagulation treats angiodysplasias by delivering electrical currents in conjunction with argon gas, which leads to coagulation with limited amounts of injury damage. Apart from argon plasma coagulation, other endoscopic, medical, and surgical treatments are available. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. Although gastrointestinal based cancers can lead to occult gastrointestinal bleeding, this patient's endoscopic findings are consistent with angiodysplasia. Choice 3. While ischemic damage to the gut can lead to occult gastrointestinal bleeding, this patient's physical and endoscopic findings are consistent with angiodysplasia. Choice four, while diverticulosis is the most common cause of lower gastrointestinal bleeding in patients older than 60, this patient's endoscopic findings are consistent with angiodysplasia. Choice five, while inflammatory changes of the bowel wall can lead to occult gastrointestinal bleeding, this patient's physical and endoscopic findings are consistent with angiodysplasia. That's all for this review about angiodysplasia. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the Metabullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.